and gentlemen, welcome back to the Van Ocean Podcast. And yo, we have a very special guest for you, ladies and gentlemen, today. We have someone who, you know, I've worked with in the past. Man, he's a talented photographer, videographer. He's also a DJ. He's just a man of many talents, man. And I'm very looking forward to having this conversation with him because I wanted to get to li- learn, a li- learn a little bit more about him, mm-hmm. you know, as yeah. a creative. <laughs> yeah. And so without further ado, I'd like to have my guest introduce himself. What's up, y'all? I'm Els. Um, from New York. Like you said, I'm a photographer, videographer, um, director, excuse me. Um, also a DJ based in New York. Um, yeah. I can hear the New York in your voice whenever you say yeah. New York. <laughs> New York. <laughs> <laughs> what part of New York are you? What part of New York? I'm from Queens, bro. Um, Jamaica, Queens. Oh hey, yeah. Oh yeah. I used to be over there. Queens in the house. Yeah. So hey man. Can you hectic? Yo, so I'm not sure if you've um, you know, listened to any of our episodes prior, but how we typically do our interviews is like we like to start off from the beginning, right? And so with that, um, you already told us where you're from, you know, straight out of Queens in New York. Um, so tell us, um, for the audience at home, like what was it like for you growing up in Queens? Mm-hmm. Um, growing up in Queens, it was dope because it allowed me to just um Tap in with um so many different cultures. Mm-hmm. Um still to this day, like it's just super um diverse as far as people, the food, the community. Um, I think it's probably one of the only boroughs that still stands um where it offers like the community, like of, you know, the food, mm-hmm. uh, kind of people that's here. Um, it's not like Brooklyn or how the city is where you know it's super gentrified and there's no real community, a lot of people to connect with in the inner city. So I think that um that allows me to still feel connected to um what I remember is New York and um um yeah like it has a lot to do with um you know like how I push um conceptualize ideas and um you know just anything as far as in relation to what I'm familiar with as far as New York goes you know so I think that um yeah it allows me to just have a different POV you know so um yeah it definitely um has helped um, just mold me as a person that I am now, you know, um, and I'm from a house, so, um, it was definitely different. Um, I have a lot of, like, um, experience with just a lot of neighborhood stuff, you know, as far as like, my friends living, like, a couple blocks away and stuff like that, so that, yeah, it's always been, like, a community thing for me as far as, like, being able to connect with New York and the people out here, and, um, yeah, just obviously, like, the Caribbean culture, like, it's really big on my side, so, mm-hmm. yeah, um, definitely, like, a different experience for sure yeah i'm always so jealous of people who got to like grow up in in new york yeah that melting pot and just like like you said seeing things from like a different pov is it's like something that like new york does a really good job at like teaching people how to do you know what i mean so yeah hell yeah yeah. and just like my mom like she used to tell me like because my mom's from queens and like she told me just like growing up how like just being accustomed to that um that culture of just seeing many different cultures, whether it be Italian, you know, mm-hmm. Asian, like it's just it's a good thing to grow up in just because you're grown into that. Right. But then you're also able to see so many perspectives mm-hmm. when it comes to just people in general. Um, now, for you growing up, right, like what was some of your first early interests like growing up? Um, Early interest was like music, for sure. Um, Like my dad always played music in the house. So that's something that's always been around Um, as far as like. uh growing up and him blasting music in the house, uh, being able to see like 
um, the booklets and stuff of music, um, mm. bars like reggae gold, um, classic R and B, hip hop at the time, and uh, obviously compa because I have like um, I'm a Haitian, so um, yeah, my fam's Haitian, so that was definitely being played a lot in the crib. Um, and then um, what else? Uh, music, yeah, music. Outside of that, it was definitely like trying out, trying to be an artist. You know, as a kid, right. like you know, um, rapping over like my computer. Um, I experienced mm -hmm. that early. Um, yeah, it was really like mostly music. And then I want to say by the time I was um, in my teens, early teens, like I want to say I was uh, 16. Um, that's when I started to pick up the camera and be interested in that. Um, yeah, that naturally just came with uh, playing with my friend's camera and, and mm -hmm. feeling something there. And I was like, yo, I want to experiment with that more. And um it really just worked out like it felt like it just keep calling me you know so yeah uh, i found like ways to just constantly learning and um yeah by the time that i was really deep in it i decided yo this is what i'm gonna do mm, wow Word. yeah that's that's the thing you sometimes you just touch something you just feel that spark and it's it's just like a match made in heaven yeah. same thing with a hey, when i put these headphones on and start talking <laughs> to this mic bro i'm like i'm home i'm peaking this is this is where i'm yeah. supposed to be yeah, yeah, for sure. Damn. So uh, you mentioned you were Haitian, so I'm sure like dinner at your house is crazy, right? Yeah, word, word. Is it? Is it both? Both your parents are are cooks? Like, are they really in the kitchen, or is oh, it yeah, like one or the yeah. other? For sure, for sure. Like, I definitely would say, um, growing up, it's always uh been a thing. Like, um, as I, as we gotten older, because I have like an older brother too. Like, as mm -hmm. we got older, um, definitely like it slowed down. But yeah, being like a kid, like we was definitely coming up on like um sitting at the table mm -hmm. you know during the weekends when my parents would be off uh you know knowing that all oh, there's gonna be food and stuff like as far as like a hot plate and stuff so it was definitely something to look forward to mm -hmm. and um yeah like I remember like there would be a time where like Chinese food and like stuff like McDonald's would just be like a treat you know so right yeah like yeah that's definitely something that I remember still to this day that's just beautiful it's beautiful yes. I've never even had Asian food now that I think about it I haven't either. I've had like Caribbean food, yeah, but yeah. I haven't had Haitian specific food. What is like specific Haitian food? Is it like what are like some say, of the dishes? I would say it's just different spices, like um any like uh Caribbean culture. So it's like a lot of like white like rice, um, brown rice, white rice. Uh they got like um if you eat pork, they got like uh gold and um they also have like um, you know, chicken. Um right. mm -hmm. it's really cooked differently, is what I would right. say. They have something like um uh they do something called like uh i forget what it is but it's like pretty much like a sauce and um it has like different vegetables and stuff like that like mm -hmm. we're not that too so yeah it's like a whole bunch of different stuff but it's ultimately just different spices you know right yeah damn now you hinted that how around like your teens that's when you first picked up the camera mm -hmm. but before that um when it comes to your family like do you other have do you have any other like family members who are like into like anything creatively um not nah, other than me and my bro i can't really think of anyone else that um um sparked that um that i was familiar with um i think that for the most part um uh, it would be like music that would revolve around my family as far as like maybe it was a family member that was trying to make music at the time but nothing that i noticed that was ever too serious that um picked off with it you know so i think that i was um mostly so like inspired by what was going on in my crib you know like as far as looking at my bro with um trying to dj because he djs and then um 
yeah, like I said, like even with me, like trying to figure out the direction that I wanted to go, um, whether it would be music producing or just um, um, yeah, picking up the camera. So I think that at the time when it happened, it really worked out because I was able to just mold myself and just practice with that. And I think that knowing so many people who were just trying to, you know, just do cool things as far as like music or whatever, like I think that that me to be like a little push, you know, to like, all right, cool, like let me really learn this and they can kind of be like my test subject, if anything. So it worked right. out. Yeah. Right. And do you remember when you said you first picked up a camera? Do you remember your first camera that you shot with? Yeah. Was it film? No, nah, no, nah, it was a Canon T3, I think it was. Mm -hmm. Um, And it mm -hmm. was a camera. I got into film um 2017. It was just something that I always was looking to get into because a lot of the things that I was pretty much looking at was really film so um being inspired by that you know finding photographers that i had liked um jonathan manning being one of them um really like the only person i really kept looking at as far as like um the style and stuff and i was like yeah that's really dope so mm -hmm. um i kind of merged into film um throughout the couple of years that i was shooting for sure right do you have one that you prefer do you prefer digital do you prefer mm -hmm. film um, I prefer film for sure. I think that it's um, mm -hmm. I think that it's just a different um, uh, way to go about it. I think that I appreciate mm -hmm. the fact that it's natural. Um, right. It allows you to just create um, in a different way, as opposed to like shooting digitally, and then you know that you know um, you got to edit and things of that nature. I think right. that it allows you to just take more appreciation of like creating like the um, the mood in the shot in. Yeah, I think it's just a little differently, you know what I mean? And um, more technical, if I had to say. Right. Yeah, man, I'm glad one of my hobbies and passions in life is in photography because film is, that shit's skyrocketing. That shit is, yeah, it's just crazy right now. No, for real. Yeah. That shit is crazy. Now, I'm, when you were first started shooting, like, I'm, I'm sure that when it comes to photographers, and of course, with myself being able to work with like a plethora of photographers, like, being able to witness like the process that goes into like when it comes to shoots. So like for you, when you first started out doing photography, like what was your process like compared to what it is now? Like, did you have certain like things of like, okay, like with the model, like, do you want them to stand a certain way? Like, what was that process like for you when you first started shooting? Um, I think really like it was just um, experimenting, trying to learn how to even go about it. So it was like really um, improv. So um mm. I think as I got more serious with it and um, more used to like different styles of shooting and um, um, shooting with different people and just different experiences and different environments really, like I think that I had really learned how I wanted to go about my shoot. So really breaking down each shot, um, creating a set as opposed to like just pulling up with the camera, um, you know, right. it all depends. So, um, but yeah, like I, I'm now a lot more structured with the way I shoot now. So I like to, um treat it like a concept like try to see okay cool like what are we doing how can we take it to another level and right. things like that you know but it all came like um just really shooting a lot and being like in a lot of spaces where I would either be frustrated or just bothered um with how things like would go and you know just not knowing you know so I think like it just took a lot of doing and um being like okay cool like I don't want to do this and I want it to be this way um or I need the help and things like that, but it all came like really like, cause I've been shooting since like 2012. So 
I want to say by the time it was like 2016, 2017, that's when I started to really like um, narrow down on a lot of things and um, just really uh, try to study a lot more things as far as like the structured ways to do things and um, what would be easier for me, you know? So I think it really worked out. Wow. Now, during that time, did you have any particular photographers who you kind of were studying or just like looking at at the time? Yeah, you mentioned you mentioned one earlier, I think. I can't remember what his name was, but so you mentioned him. Are there any others? And like, what do you like about the one that you mentioned specifically? Um, The composition, really. Um, I love the way he would uh set up shots, if that makes sense. Like uh, it would be like, a, let's say it's like a simple location. Like, I think that he's really good at just um, knowing how to place, like position and creating like shape, like the shapes for the shot. Mm. So that was something that I was really interested in and wanting to learn. Um, and I know that if I ever had uh, met him, which I did, um, that was probably like gonna be like one of the questions I asked him and when I had met Jonathan Mannion about like a year ago, um, that's what I asked him and um, it was like definitely like an inspiring conversation and he made me just look at it a little bit differently. So um, that is definitely one of the people that I was looking at. Um, as far as other people, like it was be like, you know, my homies that I knew um, that would also shoot. That would be something that I would be looking at as well. But I think early on, it was also figuring out like, okay, cool. Like, um, you know, what is my style? What do I like? Uh, um, where am I trying to, you know, like, how do I want my work to look like, you know, um, and what I wanted to feel like. And also, um, I think that I had dealt with like a lot of like, uh, early on, I was looking at it like as a, um, not a competition, but just kind of looking at it like, oh, like this person's doing that. Like I should be doing that when the reality was like, you know, just trying to learn my lane. So, um, I think that I had started photography and, just getting into video at the time where um, it was just like a lot of experimenting and um, it was just obviously like a lot of people doing it already. So it was really just trying to figure out my niche and stuff like that. So right. I think with a lot of experimenting and um, just a lot of trial and error, it allowed me to really be like, okay, cool. Like this works for me. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. And, you know, this is what I need to be focused on. So um, fast forward to um, understanding, like being able to market and, you know, branding and stuff. Mm -hmm. It, it kind of shaped where things are now, you know, so. Right. Oh. Do you have like a favorite type of, I don't, I don't know how to technically ask this question, but like, do you have like a favorite type of uh, photography? Like, do you like to take portraits? Do you like, mm -hmm. you know, landscapes? Do you, do you prefer, you know, like the videography side of things and like directing? Like, um, yeah, could you talk about that a little bit? Um, yeah, so uh, as far as video or photography, I think that um, at this point that I'm at now, I enjoy the uh, um, just creating concepts, really. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, being able to build off that because I know like whether it is photography or video, like I know that I'll be able to um, bring out my style. And as far as like the way I like to shoot and my style, I'll definitely say documentary style. Mm -hmm. but I enjoy the most. Um, of course, portraits and stuff are cool, but I think um, as far as like documentary style work, as far as like the way it feels, so things like, let's say I'm shooting an artist or um, an influencer or whoever, I like, I like to kind of get the perspective of like, just it feeling like a regular day, if that makes sense. So if I'm shooting somebody at their house, like bring me to your favorite room, you know what I mean? Like, let's go to... Um, you know, like if you are a musician, like 
bring me to your studio, like play some keys a little bit, like just being able to get the natural moments out is what I enjoy the most, you know what I mean? And anybody. So, um, and you know, everything outside of that is cool. Like, I think that is really easy for me, but I think that being able to tell a story of like tying people in into the things that, you know, you might be doing all the time. I think that that's what I'm drawn more to, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Now sharing that perspective, like, do you find it, it being easy for, for you already being a photographer to kind of transition into videography? Did you find that transition to be very like seamless or did you find it to be somewhat a bit like challenging? Cause I'm sure like, it's like, it could be like 50, it could be 50, yeah, yeah, 50, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, it's like, you've, can just like oh like this is but then it's like a whole different set of skills that you have to you like hone in on it's like um they call it having like a like a quiver like having a few different few different like swords for like the job you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. just be able to like tap in like oh i need this sword to do this today or right, like right. you know what i mean so yeah how did that go for you um yeah it was definitely seamless um it worked out to where it was like all around the same time um yeah like shooting Early, it was just strictly photography. And then having a camera, it was like, uh, you know, people that I was working with at the time, they would ask me like, oh, do you know how to do video? Or can you do this real quick as far as like video? So I was like, um, I think that that pressure of like not knowing is what had bothered me at the time. So I was like, yeah, like I got to learn how to do this because um, I didn't only want to um, have a camera and only be doing photography. Right. You know, and it was like that. Like, I was like, okay, cool. Like, let me learn this. But I think like being in a, environment where a lot of people were asking me like oh do you shoot video and stuff like that I didn't want to um not be able to say that I can do it you know so um yeah it definitely happened seamlessly and um yeah like it all like came at the same time if I had to um right. explain that and um yeah like I just kept practicing with that and um I had situations where I would just be shooting video or just shoot photography so um it allowed me to like really give uh both this time to really like practice with yeah now i'm very curious um when it comes to the video piece of, of things mm -hmm. um what is a video for you or a piece that you've done thus far that kind of like stands out for you mm -hmm. um i want to say my uh personal projects that i've like been teasing like since like a little bit before the pandemic like I liked uh just being able to bring friends together and um just shoot like different like uh locations of like New York and um mm -hmm. narrate over it like I really like that I think that's definitely something that sticked out for me um being able to work with uh artists that I work with currently his name mm -hmm. is Mike Classic uh I do like a lot of cool stuff with him um there's definitely have been like a few videos that I still like feel like um connect you know um there's one that we shot in LA called uninspired that's really dope um there's a visual that I did with a brand called the crate um that was really dope that was done with uh eight millimeter film mm -hmm. along with like um we had like the cinema camera that we were working with at the time so mm -hmm. um yeah like being able to bring out the rawness out of like the real things that are happening um are my favorites for sure right also like on top of like with things that I would do with my brand and stuff mm -hmm. you ever um think about going back have you been back to Haiti to shoot yet I haven't at all but I've been definitely considering it for sure bro because yeah. I'm older now so I'm like yeah like I think yeah. that I'm gonna make it a priority soon I feel like you'll get some crazy good shots oh. out there yeah oh, oh. 
You just know. Yeah. Now, one piece that I'm very excited to talk about is you being a DJ. (laughs) (laughs) And so I want to ask, you know, of course I have to ask, like, when did you first started getting into DJing? This is, this is his favorite. This is one of his favorite. Nah, nah, for real. Give me, give me one second though. Give me one second. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We'll cut the commercial. Yeah, so with the DJ, that came about when I was um, uh, around like 13. Um, I think at the time, my brother had decided that he wanted to be a DJ and mm-hmm. at the, you know, figuring out what I wanted to do, the direction that I wanted to take it. Um, I was just experimenting at the house. I think it being around me just really had allowed me to be inspired by it and, you know, just ultimately like wanted to learn it. So that's what went, wind up happening. Um you know, my brother would be like on Ustream and um, be streaming like uh, him being, you know, just playing. So mm-hmm. I would always watch it. So it was definitely something that had became second nature, really. Um, and yeah, like at this point, I'm playing and having my dope parties. And I think that during the pandemic, it had allowed me to experiment more with the DJ thing. Mm-hmm. I was spending time with my homies a lot um, and pretty much being in my boy's place and him having a controller and being like, oh, like, let me play with it, um, with the controller. And um, yeah, it was like a reminder, like, oh, like, I still know how to do this. And it was fun. So I think that doing that a lot, I was like, yeah, like, it'll be cool. Like if after the pandemic, um, we're doing our own parties, we're playing the art music and people are just um, joining like our like um, wave of music, you know what I mean? I think that that was the goal and I think it really worked out because I don't go into it like oh I gotta play this and I have to um Mm -hmm. certain people I think that it's just fun for me and I can just play anything and it's really interesting when I see like people gravitate towards it and they enjoy it so it's pretty dope hey having that older brother influence is so crucial it's so crazy um so you you mentioned um you just kind of like play with you want to hear and what you want to play you, like you don't really like i guess you don't really care about what other people like you're able to play what you want to hear so what do you play like what's what is the kind of stuff that you like to spend um, i like to play like uh um house music uh reggae hip-hop r&b um lo-fi um yeah like anything that's really like ambient is mm-hmm. how i would describe it um it always like depends on the setting that i'm in so right. i'm creating like a a playlist or a mix then i could be a little bit more um creative with it because mm-hmm. i can like just really like create anything but as far as like it being in front of people um it'll definitely be a little bit more upbeat um or like i'll do like slow tunes depending on the crowd but right. um yeah, it's really uh always curated as far as what i'm going to be playing and stuff like i really like to um handpick the songs and stuff like that or like what i'm just currently listening to like it all depends on my mood really right you spend vinyl any yeah i know how to spin vinyl that was um one of the first things that i had um actually played with um because uh yeah we had like the whole vinyl setup right you know, i like how to play with cds like that's how my dad would play and stuff and um 
yeah now like it's has came down to like a usb so now like that's the new thing that right it's happening to that's crazy though the vinyl lost yeah. art spinning vinyl is a lost art yeah now so, i don't so. we mentioned it before i think on the podcast but there were i saw in the news that saying they're like vinyl sales have surpassed like cd sales for the first time oh, in like a yeah, really long yeah, time yeah. like it was crazy like people are really buying vinyl again oh, it's, it's crazy and so I'm very curious. So when it comes to, because um, obviously you spend at a lot of like clubs or like venues up in New York, like, is there a particular venue that you enjoy spending at the most? Or for the audience at home, are there particular like venues that people should like check out if they're in New York? Um, yeah, sure. Um, one um, platform that I spun on was um, Lot Radio recently. That was definitely one of the ones that I liked a lot. Um, and then um Casamaya is definitely something that is um um how would I say like something that I am uh familiarized myself with a lot as far as like DJing at a lot. That's something that um I kick there, I kick it there a lot. Yeah uh, in Brooklyn. Um because uh Brooklyn is really fun in the summertime. So mm-hmm. I think like Casamaya is definitely one of them. I spun it like uh kind regards not that long ago that was pretty cool pianos that's like a classic club that's pretty mm-hmm. cool um but yeah it really doesn't matter of like where it is i think that i'm always just looking forward to like playing in front of different people because i know it's just gonna get bigger and bigger and bigger you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. what are your parties called that you throw um at the moment like it's different names but um i just like to base it all my brand still neighborhood kids and um yeah, kind of go off that. I'm working on something next, so um, I want to just start introducing like uh, just myself more, and then have like maybe two other DJs, and mm-hmm. uh, like it just be around me more, you know. So I'm thinking about just doing like uh, L's and friends pretty soon. Mm-hmm. It could just really be more like about the music, you know, and just have people pull up and know like they're gonna catch like a more extended vibe of like what I'm gonna be playing and know like okay, cool. Okay. DJs that is an extension of me you know what I mean as far as like the vibe and like just the theme of that specific party you know mm-hmm. hey it's your now's your chance Ken come on what? get the CDJs out get practicing yeah man he's looking see, he just said he's looking for two or three other ones come on let's hey, go man, I'm trying I'm trying I'm one day one day definitely one I'll day. be on the mic bah, 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 bah. <laughs> now now for you um when it comes to DJing is there any particular Cause we've had a DJ on previously and we discussed with her as far as like any particular gigs or just events she would like to DJ. Like at some point, would you like to be able to DJ like a festival or maybe mm-hmm. DJ on like selection radio or just something like something to that extreme? Like what are some goals for you? Um, <clears throat> I want to say like uh boiler room for sure. Um, being able to travel with the music is definitely something that I would love to do. Um, uh, what else? Uh, I've been reaching out to some like streaming like platforms similar to like how I did with Lot Radio. So um, yeah, more things like that for sure. Like being able to just go on YouTube and stream me like that's something that I want to get into as well. Mm-hmm. Selection as well would be fire. Um, they're definitely like a huge inspiration as far as like the music selections and um, you know how they uh, just the 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 variety of music that they have, right? So. I think that has been the biggest inspo for me as well. Like being able to hear it, I'm like, oh yeah, there's really no rules to this, you know? Cause I came from a time where, you know, the radio was really like uh, where I was hearing DJs and um, 
you know, thinking that like, okay, cool, like this is the only music that exists, you know. So being able right. to go into different genres and yet alone times of music is um really crazy to me. So um selection has definitely played like a huge part of like that, like in breaking that rule, you know what I mean, as far as like how I seen it. So um that'll come soon as well. But yeah, boiler room is definitely probably up there for sure. For me. I don't know. I'm I'm feeling I can see, I can see it now. I can see L's sunset set, the Heineken tin at Coachella. I, that's what I'm. That's what I'm feeling. You feel me? Hey, Heineken, right. cut the check. Come on, let's get us out. Come on, we'll, we'll get real cool dance floor. I can see it. I can, hey, I can see it. Anything is possible, man. Um, now I know that I believe the last time we linked up, um, you we were talking about it briefly. And correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I believe you're in the process or wanting to get in the process of uh having your own studio. Yeah, word. Yeah, so I currently, yeah. uh, I currently have my own studio now. Um, word. Yeah, it's um in Brooklyn, and um, yeah, pretty much I've had it for a couple of months now, and it yeah, it's been like a space for me to just have a uh, break down different concepts and do like a lot of test shoots, get to network with different models, and yeah, it's been really helpful. Wow, that's congratulations. No, congrats, yeah. for real. That's dope. And so have you um have you have already done um uh, you know like a photo like a photo gallery exhibit or like a photo show at some point? Like have you already done one already or do you plan to do one at some point? Oh yeah, for sure. So I've done like about um uh, five shows. Um okay. the last one that I did was um in 2020 um 2021 and okay. Yeah, I think it was 2021 that I had one. And um, yeah, I'm looking to do more. I just have been putting that on pause because I would like to do more like conceptualized type of galleries now. I think in the early stages of doing them, like I was figuring out, okay, cool. Like how do I put all of this uh, work together and what do people gravitate towards? Um, and they liked it all. So um, I think now I want to do like a little bit more concepts with the galleries and um, being able to just... Um, have like a real like genre for my work you know like if it's like portraits like being able to just have it all based off like how they all feel and how they all look like just figure out the similarities with them so that's what's really has been taking time yeah and i'm just thinking too like with him with him it's he can have a photo gallery but he could have something where it's like it's his whole, photos, but yeah. then he can be spinning at yes, the same the whole, time. A whole soundscape. The lighting could be crazy. It would be crazy. You gotta have like, like some some special um drinks that you you know like serve enough. You know what I mean? That could be a whole thing. Yeah. Like how many photographers you know would would be able to? And if you wanted to, you don't have to. But if you wanted to, you could spin at your own gallery show. Like, cool. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just saying um now i know i asked when it comes to the dj in in terms of where you want to go in terms of like goals wise now when it comes to photography and videography are there certain things that you want to accomplish within those two um spectrums um yeah for photography i think that i'll definitely want to get in some more tangible work so galleries being able to um random at random times like come out with um you know prints and um mm -hmm. videos as far as video stuff i want to definitely have more short film um work out there like more extended um visuals out there for people to connect with um 
so yeah that's what i'm currently working on now just trying to just give people like more of a chance to really like see what my work is about you know what i mean but um right. yeah i want it to be mostly like just to be classic you know what i mean like just if i had to put it in words like everything just has to feel like classic you know like i want people to yeah. just looking at it because i know like it's really gonna last right and they can look at it and also know that it's it's you nah for sure bro yeah that's important having that having that not having that id yeah no yeah. for real and before and before we let you go man i have to ask um the one last question um for you before the end of this year what are some goals and what are some things do you want to accomplish before the year is over not only creatively but also just personally um i want to travel more for sure um i would love to uh photograph a lot of new um locations um yeah like uh colombia mm. and um haiti like you mentioned um mm. i definitely want to shoot um my you know like a short film soon mm -hmm. uh, yeah just do like more like branded like content right. um i'm definitely working on some like merch at the moment so i definitely would like to have that out soon and um yeah just like want to continuously work on um just seeing the world really that's like the biggest thing for me right now just traveling and being able to enjoy that and connect with different cultures and mm -hmm. being able to uh just document that yeah traveling is the spice of life no yeah for real it's the spice of life that is for real well Els, man i just want to tell you man we truly appreciate you coming on to the podcast man um it was a pleasure just being able to get to learn more about you um not only just personally but then also your creative process so we truly want to thank you for just wanting to come on it's uh, definitely a true pleasure nah thank you guys yeah of course man and where can the uh, people follow you on socials yes sir uh, so Instagram, um, it's like complicated right now, but uh, it's just three E's, three L's, and four Z's, and uh, Twitter's the same, and my website stillneighborhoodkids.com. That's that's where it's at. So you can find all the visuals there, photography, videos. Um, you can tap in into the music there, and um, yeah, just connect with the brand there, and um, more is coming. Someone on Instagram got just E L Z, huh? Yeah, man, it's Let's pretty fucking fat bastards. That God damn. damn. <laughs> oh, I hate that. I've been DMing them for like years, bro. Like, yo, can I just please like have his name? Man? It's probably somebody's like grandpa that doesn't even like have Instagram on Bro, it's just, bro, literally, it's this big thing with me. Like, there's this dude on Instagram who has his handles and it hurts. Yeah. But he, he only has one post. Yeah.